Hi, and welcome back to the Victim to Victor podcast. My name is Anu, and I am your host. And in today's podcast, I will be looking into why we get offended so easily. I'll try to address questions like, why do we take things personally? And why do we allow others to ruin our inner peace? Why can't we all agree that everyone has their own views and viewpoints on life and it's really none of our business what others think? We must learn to rise above any derogatory remarks that might be made about us. On that note, if you haven't already done so, I recently recorded an episode about why people judge, which you may find interesting. So let's get started. Okay, now here are some questions to ask yourself. Are you too easily offended? Do you explode in fits of anger over little things? Do others say you make mountains out of molehills? Do you frequently take things the wrong way? Do others feel they have to walk on eggshells around you? Do others consider you as high maintenance? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then your hypersensitivity is robbing you of joy. I know it's a lot easier for me to encourage you to stop taking stuff so seriously than it is for you to really do so. There are, however, ways to thicken your skin and live a happier life with less conflict and hurt feelings. Sadly, many of us are often annoyed by the little things, such as not being informed about a change of plans or not being included in some plans that your friends may have made and not involved you. There are examples of vulnerability manifesting as offences with overtones of anxiety, fear and probably even coercion. People who are easily insulted have an uncommon need for power and are usually nervous. People who are typically always offended have a need to be in control of their lives, in control of outcomes, in control of other people, and to just even feel that they are in control. They believe that their truth and their vision of the truth is the truth and there's no room for other people's realities. Unfortunately, many people find empowerment by holding grudges. They are passive-aggressive because they can't have an emotionally healthy conversation about their feelings. Being passive-aggressive is a form of power and a form of maintaining power in relationships because these people just don't know how to be vulnerable. People who harbour resentment or grudges tend to be more sensitive and vulnerable than others. A lot of their grudge-holding comes from a fear of being hurt again. It may make them feel empowered in the moment and although these people may come across as bullies, it is usually because they are actually feeling sensitive. And given their apparent sensitivity to how they are handled as well as being so easily offended, they hate being told what to do. They will never tell you what they need, which is actually their ego protecting them from their true needs and desires. The ego exists for protection, so even though the ego takes a bad rap, it also stems from something way deeper and from the past when we may have had to protect ourselves from being abused or hurt. When anyone expresses an unreasonable or a derogatory sentiment towards you or a group of people with whom you associate, taking offence may be a legitimate feeling. It's understandable to be offended by racist or sexist remarks, for example. And no, you aren't being too emotional when you show your frustration with someone's ignorant joke about people who look like you. However, if it's a common method for expressing insecurities or unresolved problems, then it's a problem. 
I understand how it feels to be devalued because when you've worked so hard to reclaim your own self-worth, why do we let other people's remarks have such an impact on us? Why can we not just shrug these comments away? It's all too easy to dismiss the bullies as unhappy, particularly when their actions can be hurtful and divisive. Having someone come after you on a daily basis for minor infractions is emotionally exhausting and hurtful. And it can also seem as though that person doesn't really like you. The racks, on the other hand, are less about you and more about them. My first instinct is to break ties with people who are continually outraged or those who harbour animosity over the smallest of incidents. But people who suffer in this way need empathy and love more than anything else. Everyone is entitled to the same level of compassion and understanding. We can understand that it's not personal, but they do have their own work to do if we can only offer the same compassion instead of shutting down. What you can do is to love them as much as you can and try to understand where they are coming from. Of course, empathy does not imply taking on their burdens or putting yourself in harm's way. The importance of maintaining healthy boundaries cannot be overstated here. Everyone has the right to do what is best for them. And while we should be kind in doing so, we also have the right to set and maintain boundaries for ourselves. We must be able to let someone figure it out on their own. So let's discuss some ways on how to avoid being so easily offended. To begin, try to convince yourself not to be offended. It may be as easy as that. Try asking yourself these questions in the heat of the moment. Is it really that important? What's the big deal? Did she really mean it the way I was about to take it? Is he genuinely trying to harm me? So what is she really trying to say? Remind yourself that the alleged offender has the same right to his or her opinion as you do. After all, they're just words. Also remember not to exaggerate things. Try not to internalise anything someone says to you, as this will lead to awkward and regrettable behaviour. Remember that we are generally offended because of the interpretation we have placed on what is being said or done. Simply reframe the situation. You'll be happier if you learn to talk yourself out of frustration and internalise the communication theory of them just being words. Next, try to put yourself in the shoes of the offender and you can come to see it from the eyes of the offender. Then maybe you'll realise that you too may have played a part in the drama. Perhaps you'll discover that the offender had no intention of offending in the first place. Assuming a positive intention will also help you to overcome your tendency to be easily offended. Assume the individual in question has noble intentions, unless proven otherwise. While the language was perhaps sloppy, if not ill-advised, presume a decent spirit. That should alleviate the sting of the bite and restore some joy to your day. So don't cling to the terms people use to describe what they are trying to say. If you feel that you yourself have offended somebody, then try to pause and consider what you may have said or done that could have created the appearance of an offence and apologise to the one you may have offended for the misunderstood word or action. Inner harmony and equanimity are friends of humility. Try to value honesty over correctness and not to let the ego get in the way. It is also necessary to overcome self-centeredness. It's all about me attitude. It's fertile ground for getting insulted regularly. Every word that comes out of your mouth, gesture or omission, all that is done or undone becomes a representation of you. That is an immense burden to bear. 
It's no surprise you're frequently offended if everything is limited to how it affects you, if you live at the core of it. Keep out of the way of someone else's life. It's not because of you or anybody else that your partner is in a bad mood. Other people's hurtful comments has nothing to do with you. People are, after all, free to express themselves, so give it to them happily. You'll almost always be offended or on the verge of being offended if you expect others to behave and talk in a way or if you believe that others would be as kind or as compassionate as you are. We all have quirks, idiosyncrasies and faults in our personalities and character. Don't get so wrapped up in other people's flaws that you end up strangling yourself. Let go. Enable yourself to be free. Take a deep breath. Enable yourself to unwind. Accepting other people's faults means learning to forgive them for their errors in the past and creating a forgiveness default setting in your heart that you can call upon if you are faced with offensive language or actions. Accepting faults and taking responsibility is also an emotionally mature thing to do. Oh, not when something is your fault. Take responsibility for your actions and if you may have hurt somebody, then pick up the phone to apologise to them and to talk this through with them. Know that people are flawed. We're only human after all. We're all a work in progress. Life is full of mistakes and that's just fine. You'll be well on your way to a life of greater emotional security and satisfaction until you can recognise these faults and your own. Finally, learn to love and support yourself exactly as you are. Of course, one must learn, evolve and develop. Accept, however, the way you are on that course. Given the circumstances, you couldn't really be anywhere else. So deep down inside, embrace yourself. Validate who you are on the inside. Consider yourself to be more than your actions because none of us live up to our ability. So accept this, though do not use this as an excuse to give up on the moral climb, but use this as an acknowledgement that where you are right now is perfect. You can go from there, but from now you're complete and others would be unable to offend you because of your self-acceptance. Your validation isn't based on other people's assessments of you, which means that what they say or think will not hurt you. Inner strength originates from inside or from above. Internally weak people, no matter how tough they seem on the outside, are the ones that are most easily broken by the wrong or mistaken word or deed. So cultivate the inner self. Accept yourself as you are and life would be a happier, rich and fulfilling place to be. While this episode comes to an end, please do not forget to read my book, Victim to Victor, where I have shared my journey of evolving through travel, self-help and a determination to cast off my damaging past. My goal is to reach out to fellow survivors of abuse and provide hope and motivation in their life. I hope I can help victors transform their lives and discover their true self just like I did. I also have a 12-week self-development plan that is free and aims to help you throughout your journey to recovery and in achieving confidence. You can find the link below. Please like this podcast and tag and share it with somebody whom you know. I will be back with another podcast soon. Until then, take care and stay blessed.